Rambam, Mishnah Torah, Hilcha Shechita, the laws of ritual slaughter, which also segued into the general laws of Trefa. And now, as we enter into chapter 14, Pedak Arba Osar, this is the last chapter of Hilcha Shechita. Not only is it the last chapter of Hilcha Shechita, but it is the last chapter of the entire book of Kedusha, the book of holiness. With the conclusion of this chapter, we will have concluded five of the 14 books of Mishnah Torah of the Rambam. It's a great simcha, and we will be saying l'chaim at the end of this chapter as we celebrate the completion of book five. Aleph 1. The closing chapter of the laws of Shechita have to do with the mitzvah that when we slaughter a wild animal, such as a deer, <clears throat> or a bird, a fowl, such as a chicken, duck, goose, etc., we have to cover its blood because blood represents life. Blood represents soul. Ki hadam hu And to respect life, we cover the blood of an animal, wild or a fowl. Why not a domestic animal? Because in order to elevate domestic animals and in order to represent that life, all of the sacrifices in the Holy Temple are from domesticated animals. And therefore the sacrifice brings about that elevation. Let's learn. Aleph, mitzvah, asay. It is a positive commandment of the Torah, lechassos, to cover dam, the blood, shechitas, of the slaughtering of chaya tahora, an undomesticated kosher animal, classical example, a deer, from which we have venison, a a toher or a kosher species fowl. Shenemar, as it says in the verse, Asher Yotzud Tzeid, who will hunt or snare Chaya, a wild animal, a eif or fowl or bird, Asher Yeochel, that will be eaten, Veshafach as Domai, when you will spill its blood through Shechita, Vechisahu. Be'ofar, you will cover it with earth. And we will define all of these words. Lefikach, therefore, being that this is a mitzvah, one of the mitzvahs in the Torah, chayiv levorech kedem shi'chasa. We also have to recite a blessing before we cover the blood with earth. What is the blessing? Baruch ato Hashem elokeinu melech Blessed are you, God, our God, King of the universe, who sanctified us with his commandments and commanded us. Al kisui hadam, for the covering of the blood. Others say al kisui dam be'ofer, covering the blood with earth, and so on, as we will learn. Bays to kisui hadam, this mitzvah of covering the blood, Neyag is observed. Bimizuman when the wild animal or the birds are prepared, such as someone who has a chicken coop where he raises chickens. If he shechts one of those chickens, he has to cover the blood with earth. 
and also when somebody happens upon a bird or an animal. Now one may pose a question and say, wait a minute, the verse says, Asher Yatsud, who will hunt? <clears throat> you don't go to your chicken coop to hunt. The only reason the Torah says, Asher Yatsud, who will snare or hunt, is because that's what most people do. But if you're raising these fowl, it also applies. It applies with everyday mundane eating. It does not apply with anything sanctified as a sacrifice because the sacrifice itself sanctifies it and we don't need the covering of the blood. And that applies to Ben Koche. Whether somebody sanctified the animal as a sacrifice on the altar or someone donated the animal to the general fund of the Holy Temple. In the Holy Temple, they also had to pay their electric bills. So they needed a general fund to pay the DWP bills or the Con Ed bills. What if somebody went and slaughtered this animal which was dedicated to the temple or to a sacrifice he did what he shouldn't have done then the answer is he's not obligated to cover the blood what if a person slaughters a wild animal meaning a deer or a fowl and then he donates it or dedicates it or consecrates it or then he sanctified the blood being that it's after the fact he's obligated to cover the blood with earth what about what if there's a hybrid crossbreeding which comes from the mating of a domestic animal and a wild animal similarly speaking Birya, this creature, Shehisophic Behema Echaya, we're in doubt as to whether this is a domestic animal or a wild animal. And this is a very famous creature for those who study the oral law, the Mishnah and the Talmud. It's called a koi. Chaf Vav Yud is this mixed breed. We're not sure if it's a domestic or wild animal. So we're not sure if the mitzvah to cover the blood applies or not. Then it, when you're in doubt, cover. However, when you're in doubt, you never say a bracha. You don't say a bracha. You cover, but you don't say the bracha. The blessing. Now, here's an interesting scenario. We know that if the doctor says this person is very sick, and he must eat meat on Shabbos, and there is no meat. You're allowed to go slaughter meat on Shabbos, even though it's a major violation of Shabbos, because you're saving a life. Now the question is, if somebody slaughters a bird on Shabbos, does he have to cover the blood? He has to go and touch earth, which is forbidden, and the answer is chayiv lachasas. He does have to cover it, but after Shabbos. The blood can wait till after Shabbos. You're not going to save the guy's life by covering the blood on Shabbos. Even if the Dirt was prepared before Shabbos. So also if somebody slaughters something which is doubtful as to whether it may be slaughtered on Yom Tov or not. 
or kilayim, something that's cross-breeded, we're not sure if he has to cover the blood or not. It's always possible, to do it, cover the blood after yomtiv. That way you have the best of all worlds. You don't possibly violate yomtiv, and you definitely perform this mitzvah. What if somebody slaughters a lot of fowl, a lot of birds, or a lot of animals, a lot of wild animals in one place? Does he have to keep making brachas? He just does one bracha for covering the earth for all of them. And he does one covering for all of them. The blood can accumulate and he can cover all of it together. What happens when dumb, when blood, becomes mixed with water? So we don't know what's more, water or blood. The litmus test is if it looks bloody, if it has the blood color, Chay of Lachas is one is obligated to cover. If not, Potter one is exempt. What if it's mixed with red wine? Cabernet Sauvignon. Or a Burgundy wine? Or with the animal blood, which is exempt. A domestic animal blood is exempt from this mitzvah. So we're not sure which blood this is. Is this blood of a fowl where you're obligated? Or is it blood of the domestic animal which is exempt? Ray and Asan, you uh, you imagine kilo hey mayim as if this exempted blood is water. If you can approximate that, if this new blood which is exempt would be water, if you can still see the real blood that you need to cover, If the other blood was water, you have to cover it. If not, potter. So here we need an imagination. Zion, Kisahu, what if the fellow covered the blood, then his and became uncovered? He did it already, he's not obligated to cover it again. Haruach, however, what if the wind covered it? There was a standstorm, and the wind covered the blood. If the blood is not visible, you don't have to cover it. However, if the wind blew again and the blood is suddenly visible, after the wind covered it, you have to cover it. This halacha is worded in a very interesting way. What he means to say is, if there is no other blood from this process, except for the blood which spurted out initially when the animal was slaughtered, or the blood which is on the knife, which came about during slaughter, if that's the only available blood, he has to cover that as well. However, if he covers other blood, he doesn't necessarily have to cover that blood. What if he slaughtered the, an- the wild animal or bird? And the blood was absorbed into the earth. If the trace is still recognizable if there's still something, a mark that remains, then he has to go cover. If not, it says, if the wind covered it, because it was absorbed in the ground, it's gone. He's not obligated to cover blood that's covered. Now, by the way, if I could just push the pause button for a moment, like I like to say, and just share that most of us, including myself, 
are familiar with this mitzvah because we've gone to Kaporis, to the atonement ritual before Yom Kippur. We've seen the Shochet shecht our chicken, and then the Shochet has given us the privilege of taking some sand or some sawdust or what have you and covering the blood from the shkita of our chicken. And that's our personal experience from this situation. So as we go on, we'll keep that in mind and we'll actually address this. Yud ein chayi The only time we're obligated to cover blood is if this process of this ritual slaughter produced an edible fowl or animal. It has to be edible. The fecal, therefore, for example, if somebody slaughters the animal <coughs> or the bird, and it's found to be trefa. Again, we just finished learning the laws of trefa. There are 70 different possibilities of an animal becoming trefa, where according to halacha, it will not live very long. And therefore, already now is considered not kosher, called trefa. So if the animal is trefa, you don't have to cover the blood. It's not edible. Another example. Somebody who goes into the courtyard of the holy temple and slaughters an animal for barbecue purposes. <clears throat> we learned that that's forbidden. It's a violation of halacha. It's a desecration. Certainly, it's not edible. Or we learned, if there is an animal which killed a human being, or a bird which killed a human being, this animal or this bird must be brought to the Sanhedrin of 23 and judged and possibly put to death. You're certainly not allowed to eat it. So if somebody slaughters that, animal or bird, wild animal or bird. Or, another scenario, the ritual slaughter, the shochet, the shechting, the animal. But before he does it, the animal dies on him. So it's not edible. Potur milachases, all of these scenarios are scenarios where one is exempt from covering the blood because it's not an edible shechita. And similarly, we learned earlier, Cheresh, a deaf mute, Sheita, someone who is not mentally acute, the cotton and a minor. What did we learn earlier? That a, these three types people, the Cheresh, the deaf mute, the mentally immature person, or the minor is allowed to Shecht, provided they have tight adult responsible supervision. What if they did without supervision? And they're exempt. We don't have to cover the blood of their shkita because their shkita, these three categories, who perform ritual slaughter without supervision, that food is not kosher. Not kosher, you don't have to cover the blood. Now we come to the next section, and we see here the meticulous organization of the Rambam. He deals with the issue, now he wants to deal with the substance. What can we use to cover the blood with? Which materials? So he says, Besid, Ubegapsis.
with earth, with lime, with gypsum, with zebel, fine fertilizer, zebel dak, fine fertilizer, or bechel dak, fine sand, where it doesn't have to be crushed by the potter if he's turning it into pottery. Crushed rocks and earthenware. Fine flax chips. Something that's very common. Fine sawdust. Ubilvena, bricks, brick dust, I guess, vacharsis, and burnt mud, umegufa, shekotsha, and ceiling clay, all of the above were crushed. Shekol elumin ofarhein, all of these are technically considered earth. So despite the fact that it may be lime or gypsum or fertilizer or sand or, or pottery or rocks or earthenware or flax chips or sawdust or bricks or burnt mud or clay, all of that is considered by halacha, earth, the general term of earth. Aval, however, imkisa olav kli. If he just put a, a, a vessel on top of it, he covered it with a pottery pot. A kiso babonim, or he covered it with a rock. This is not called covering. It has to be covered with the dust of this stuff, of these materials. As it says, be'ofar with earth, and the above is considered earth. You'd base 12. The fichal, therefore, as an outgrowth of halacha 11, it stands to reason that ain mechasim, we may not cover with the following materials. Bezebel gas with coarse fertilizer, bechel gas coarse sand, bekemach besubin umursam flour, bran grain fibers, ushikas klimatches or metal, ground metal powder. Lefishein elu min ofar because these are not Types of earth. There's one exception, which is not financially viable, that's for sure. Chuch mishchikas hazah The exception is gold. Gold dust may be used to cover the blood. Mipnei offer because the verse refers to gold dust as earth. Shenemra apres offer Because there's a verse in Job, that says that it possesses the dust of gold, or in Deuteronomy, the golden calf dust was made into thin dust. And the expression is dok la'ofar, thin as earth. Yud Gimel 13, Machasin, we may cover, b'shichar with oven suit, v'upiach hakifshon, that's the stuff that comes out of the oven, u'bechel, bechel is like a makeup material that women use for makeup, Stibium is what he translates it here as a blue powder which women use for makeup or medicinal purposes in Talmudic times. Anybody here from Talmudic times? No. Ovinikras psilim and powder from mills, ubeefer and ashes, bein efer ashes, which is the byproduct of wood, 
or garments produce ashes. Even the ashes of burnt flesh. Because it says, The verse says, talking about the red heifer ashes, from the ashes of the burnt offering. And somebody may even cover this blood with the earth from a idolatrous city which was destroyed where we say that even the ashes are forbidden to benefit from a mitzvah is not benefiting before he performs the slaughter and you always see this when you see a shochet shecht I've seen it often at kaporos the shochet lamata. first he has to place some earth or some sawdust on the ground on the, on the floor and then he can slaughter. It has to go into earth as well. And then he covers it with earth. However, should not <coughs> slaughter into a vessel, into a container. Even if the container contains muddish water. <coughs> And then we have the whole issue of the blood being collected. Maybe somebody will use it improperly. Uh, idolatrous. It's not a good thing. <clears throat> Let me just have a, a sip of tea here. Excuse me. It's inappropriate to slaughter having the blood run into a vessel and then even though he covers the blood in the vessel with earth. 15. Now the big question is who has to cover? The answer is the one who slaughters has to cover. The shochet. The person who slaughters it, he has to cover it with earth. So now the question is, so how is it when we go to Kaporos, we cover the customer? The answer is because the shochet has a right to allow anyone he want, who wants, whom he wants to, to perform the mitzvah on his behalf. So as the client, the shochet allows us this mitzvah. And like he so, what if the shochet elected for some reason not to cover or he forgot and somebody else sees the blood not only may he cover but he's obligated to cover because it's not necessarily an outgrowth of the mitzvah if you perform the ritual slaughter you have to cover no everyone who sees uncovered blood from a Wild animal or a bird that was coasted, that was shechted kosher, has to cover. It's not only the shochet. And finally, 16, the closing halacha of chapter 14 and the closing halacha of book 5. And when he covers, he should do it with dignity. He should not kick the dirt. With his foot onto the blood, Elabiyade should do it with his hand respectfully, a besakin, or use it, do it with a knife, where he's using the knife as a utensil, a bechli, or with a little shovel, a vessel, by kicking the dirt in with one's foot, one is acting in a very lighthearted, insulting way. And the bottom line is, is v'yiyo mitzvahs bezuyes alav. By doing that, 
he shows that he is treating a mitzvah with scorn by kicking the blood in. We have to treat mitzvahs with love. She'ein hakobed la'atzman shel mitzvahs. When we do a mitzvah, the honor is not so much for the mitzvah. The honor goes to the one who commanded the mitzvah. In other words, <clears throat> the honor goes not to the commandment, the honor goes to the commander. Hashem. Hashem gave us mitzvahs through this gift of his commandments. God saved us from feeling our way through life in the dark. Mitzvahs illuminate the path before us. People who have no mitzvahs are in the dark. They have no idea if they're coming or going. They wake up one day in, in life and they're almost through life and they say, well, what did I waste my life on? And God granted us a gift. Mitzvahs is like a, are like a candle to straighten out those who are crooked. In other words, without mitzvahs, we're liable to walk down a crooked path. Mitzvahs give us a straight path. The air, and it provides a light. Lahed is to instruct us, Nisivis, for the highways, Hayosha, which are straight and direct. And that's exactly what King David says in his beautiful verse, which is part of 119 in Psalms. Your words are like a lamp to my feet, and like a light, for my road map, for my, highway, for my road ways. Now the Rambam concludes and he says, Brich Rachamona Desayim, that's Aramaic for, blessed be God who grants assistance. Nigmar, we have Baruch Hashem completed, Sefer Chamishi, book 5, the who, which is Sefer Kedusha, the book of holiness, and this book of holiness comprised the following, or Minyan Prokov, the amounts of chapters, the amount of chapters in this book were Shleisha Vachamishim 53. Interesting, the number 53 corresponds to Gan Sidres Hatera, the 53 portions of the Bible, of the Torah, also the 53 chapters of Tanya, which is an interesting number, 53, which stands for Gan. This is the garden. And he breaks them down as the Rambam does. Hilchas is Surebiya, laws of forbidden intimacy, Shnayim Vest and Prokim, 22 chapters. Hilchas Machalas Asuras, laws of forbidden foods, Shivasa Prokim, 17 chapters. Hilchas Shchita, laws of Shchita, Arba Osar Prokim, 14 chapters. And I will say to our group sitting here and to our cyberspace group, thank you, Baruch Hashem. Mazel tov, mazel tov, and I want everybody to lift the cup and to say l'chaim, just as we finished the five books of the 14, may Hashem grant us the strength and the wherewithal to complete the additional books so that we merit, I guess it's the additional nine books, right? Nine and five is four, yeah, that's not bad. Good math. So that we merit to complete all 14 books, l'chaim, l'chaim, l'chaim.